What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Today, I thought we would take the day um, after we celebrated our independence by eating hot dogs and drinking beer and watching fireworks. I thought today we should spend some time with our founding documents and write some of the truths uh, that have been so turned upside down uh, by our educational system. So we're going through the Declaration of Independence, which we did in hour number one and hour number two. This hour, we're going to go through slavery, um, what happened right after the Declaration of Independence, a little of our pilgrims, uh, and then we'll talk about the Constitution. We'll do that in 60 seconds. First... Sarah, who's our sponsor this half hour? American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Sarah's voice got wow, very Sarah, low. Your, hmm. Yeah, your voice is, you've been gone. How long have you been gone, Sarah? You've been gone a month? Yeah, just about. Yeah, we missed you. But uh, yeah. the, the, uh-huh. the voice is very low. She missed no. us. Is <laughs> the passion. The passion. <laughs> like, like, wow, we missed you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, nice <laughs> to have you back. Anyway, um, let me talk to you a little bit about your debt. Long-term, difficult to get out of debt. Uh, the type that credit cards are very famous for producing. Interest rates for credit cards tend to be in the 20% range, which is nuts if you think about it. Low-interest mortgage refi might just be the thing to get you out from underneath something like that. But you have to be cautious. You can get burned if you're not with the right loan company. And this is why you need to reach out to American Financing. They are saving homeowners about an average of $700 a month right now. Their salary-based mortgage consultants will start with a free, no-obligation savings review, and they could help you close on a cash-out refi of your home's mortgage, which could help you get a leg up on the expensive high-interest debts like those credit cards. They have custom loans to fit almost everybody, so don't worry about your, your credit. Check them out today, and you'll see what I mean. It's American Financing. Do your own homework. Find out if this program is right for you. American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. So I want to go through um, some things that uh, you might find on Wikipedia and some things you might not find on Wikipedia. So... On Wikipedia, you will find that the United States uh, began slavery. The institution of slavery was established in North America in the 16th century under the Spanish colonization. Now, where is that? That's Cuba and Florida. And they began in the late 1500s, early 1600s. Then British colonization. Where is that? That's not with the pilgrims, that is with Jamestown. The French also brought slavery, where? Haiti and New Orleans. And the Dutch colonialization, that is up north in the New York area. So we see that it's happening all over the world. By the way, 
the majority of slaves uh, that were imported from Africa went down to South America, mainly Brazil. Um, they took a lot more slaves in. So I, I am not excusing slavery in America. I am looking at it from a historic perspective. You cannot take something out of the context of the time. So let me just tell you a couple of things. First of all, um, the, I, I won't make an excuse for Jamestown. Jamestown became a nightmare. Jamestown, if you go to our museum, you'll see um, we have pictures of a skull because it ended in cannibalism. Uh, and the skull has knife marks on the head from where they were carving the flesh off of the body. It turned into a nightmare. And I think it always does when you come to this country or you focus on money and you make God or gold your, uh, or I mean, you make gold your God. Um, when you do that, everything goes wrong because you'll do anything because your God is money. So how can I make more money? Well, I can certainly do that by enslaving people. So <clears throat> slavery um, was a part of Jamestown. However, it was not a part of the Plymouth colony. It is really important to understand, and this is something that we went through in the, um, between 1850 and 1870. We had this same discussion. Are we Jamestown or are we the Mayflower and Plymouth, which one? Because one was really super bad and led to slavery and eventually sedition and treason and the Civil War. The other led to the Declaration of Independence and a God-minded people who were trying to do decent, honorable, and freeing things for all mankind. No, nobody was perfect. Jamestown was worse. Now, when it comes to slavery with our pilgrims, let me give you a couple of uh, facts. The pilgrims, when they came over, they made slavery illegal from, I think, day one. They called it man-stealing. No man-stealing. That's what it is called in the Bible. You can't steal a man from his home and where he is and just enslave him. It's why the Indians broke the longest-running treaty in the United States, that treaty with the Pilgrims, because war with some tribes, but the tribes that the Pilgrims made treaties with, the wars between the tribes was really vicious, just vicious. And the Native Americans, some tribes, would actually um, torture the people that they would capture, the men, they would, they would fillet them. They would peel their skin off of them while they were alive. I mean, it was nasty. And they did this to frighten the other side, to make sure that the other side knew, do not pick a war with us. So they were, they were doing that um, to frighten the other tribe, and the other tribe would do the same. They would also take their women and children, and they would make them into slaves. When the pilgrims arrived, the Native Americans were curious about the white man's God, and we were eager to share it. 
and made the Bible, and we had a copy of it in the museum, made the Bible, wrote the Bible in the Native American tongue so they could read it. The reason why that treaty was broken, not by us, but by the Native Americans, is too many Christianized Indians were saying, wait, we got to go to war, but we can't torture. We can't enslave people. This was such a big deal, man-stealing, uh, that a storm uh, reared its ugly head on the East Coast, and it blew a slave ship into port at the Plymouth Colony. The slave ship comes in, and you could smell a, a slave ship from a mile away. So they knew exactly what had blown into port. The pilgrims boarded and arrested the captain and the first mate of that uh, ship because man-stealing was illegal. Then, this is a poor group of people who are giving 50% of everything they own to the king just so they can stay alive. Uh, and they take up a collection among themselves to be able to hire another crew, put provisions on that ship, and send it back to Africa to free them. That's quite a different story that we don't have to reimagine. That's very different than Jamestown. So which country are we? Are we the country that is trying to liberate and free people and see all people the same? Or are we Jamestown that end in cannibalism? I, I suggest that we pick the pilgrims, and that's what we did um, during the Civil War. And in 1870, the, uh, or I think it was 1870 or 1880, Congress printed a map that shows the tree of sedition coming from Jamestown or the straight uh, tree that gives you all kinds of blessings the tree of liberty that came from the pilgrims in Massachusetts. So we start to abolish slavery, um, mainly in the North, really early. If you would look at um, uh, New England as a country, it would have abolished uh, slavery like 100 years ahead of everybody else. But they were colonies, so it's not a country. Um, during and, <clears throat> and after the American Revolution, the abolition of slavery became uh, a big deal, and abolitionists uh, popped up. I just told you in the Declaration of Independence, there was a paragraph written by Thomas Jefferson that only two colonies voted against, and it had to be unanimous. So it's not all 13 colonies. In fact, Virginia voted for the abolition of slavery to be put into the Declaration of Independence. And that was Thomas Jefferson who wrote it and voted in Virginia. It was South Carolina and Georgia. Those were the two. So we wanted to end it 11 out of the 13 colonies immediately. We couldn't. So when we become a country... George Washington lays out the Northwest Ordinance. That's 1787. We're under the Articles of Confederation, where the federal government is very weak. But in the Northwest Ordinance, we it's, it's quite an amazing document. In the Northwest Ordinance, George Washington uh, lays out a couple of things 
that we have to have um, the fundamental principles of civil and religious liberty in all the territories um, that are uh, above, what was it, uh, New Orleans, I mean, uh, uh, Louisiana, I think, or Kentucky. It's basically the Mason-Dixon line uh, somewhat. And so everything new that we're going to bring out in territories up in the north um, from Iowa all the way to the coast cannot have slavery and they must have religious freedom. And um, for the good government and the happiness of mankind, schools and the means of education shall forever be encouraged. The utmost good faith shall always be observed towards the Indians. Their lands and their property shall never be taken from them without their consent. This is Washington. Do we live up to these things? Absolutely not. Did we mean them? George Washington did. And in their property rights and their liberty, they shall never be invaded or disturbed unless in just and lawful wars authorized by Congress, but laws founded in justice and humanity shall from time to time be made for preventing wrongs from being done to them and preserving peace and friendship with the Native Americans. Again, this is the idea that all comes from the pilgrims, not from the people of Jamestown that eventually uh, just start taking everything from, from everyone. So the Articles of Confederation uh, are in play. The Northwest Ordinance is in play. If you don't know what the Articles of Confederation are, you should read them sometime. It, it is crazy. Um, it is the first constitution of the United States, the Articles of Confederation, is so weak. It's actually in this first constitution. It establishes, <laughs> are you ready? A league of friendship. That, that's how incredibly weak the association was with the states. The government was like, hey, neighbor, how are you doing? Isn't it great to be alive today? A league of friendship. Obviously, that didn't work. But the Northwest Ordinance comes from that. And then what happens? Then where do we go from there? How is slavery uh, changed from there? So we have a lot of things that uh, come about. Um, after the Northwest Ordinance, we have the gradual emancipation in New York starting in 1799. Um, we have uh, in the Constitution that we write in, and is uh, done, I think, in eight, uh, 1780, what? No, 91 is the Bill of Rights and the final Constitution. And that abolishes the slave trade, I believe, in uh, 1807. So we can't stop it entirely. But what we do is we say we're no longer going to import slaves. Now, why would they do this? Well, let me ask you, progressives. Why haven't you just taken all the guns from Americans? If you believe you're so right, why haven't you just gone door to door and taken the guns? Because you're going to be judged, right? That's what you would believe. 
This is causing the death of all of these children. So you're trying to change it in laws, but then it never seems to happen. It never really is fully implemented. Why don't you just take the guns? For the same reason, the founders didn't abolish slavery immediately. At first, for the Declaration of Independence, it was two states. But it was allowed to fester and it spread into the southern states because it's evil and pernicious. The government was trying to stop it like progressives try to stop things one step at a time because if you would have just said no more slavery we would have gone to war if you would say we're coming to pick up all the guns america would go to war back then and now we chose no war let's just try to keep working on it so really we're doing the same thing, and I think we're doing that on abortion on the right. You're doing that with guns or communism or whatever it is you want on the left. It's progressiveness, progressivism. It's taking one step at a time. Back in just a second with more. Here's to the real estate agent who really went above and beyond. That one that, you know, you were, when you were stressed out and, they came over to the house and they just took care of everything. And then they, they did all the right things in advertising and they had great websites. So they had already had all of these buyers lined up for a house like yours. And so you sold it quickly without a hassle. They walked you through everything. Remember that real estate agent that you've never had, or at least I never have. Um, right now, you can find that agent. We'll help you do it. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a company that my company, my company, I started it. Um, and it is a company that just goes out and looks and do, does a lot of the homework for you. I, want, I urge you to meet with these people and make your own judgment. But we do the homework to get you to a certain level where they are the ones that will bust their butt for you. They have a great track record and they're really good people. Most of them are fans of the show. So realestateagentsitrust.com, go there now. We'll say, you tell us where you're moving from and to, and we'll send you the right real estate agent. And you check it out for yourself. Realestateagentsitrust.com, 10 seconds, station ID. So in the War of 1812, we surrender, and um, I'm, we, we, uh, we end the War of 1812, and we make a treaty with Britain. Let's put it that way. And we make this treaty, and in the treaty, we have to do one thing the British want us to do. What is it? 1812. I think it's like in 1818 or 90, 19, we actually enact this because we're in a treaty with Great Britain. We dedicate part of our Navy to go and patrol the coast of Africa to make sure the African slave trade is ended. The United States of America had naval forces off the coast of Africa by 1820, and we had them until the Civil War 
when we needed to recall those ships to fight the people who were fighting for slavery here. That's the truth of the United States. Did you even know that? I mean, shouldn't that one thing be in our history books? The Missouri Compromise happens in 1821. What is that? That's fighting. That's the South trying to fight for northern states with the Missouri Compromise. And the Northwest Ordinance had already banned all slavery. It takes us until uh, 1861 to abolish slavery, but it was by congressional action, and it didn't work. 1862, they tried again. Lincoln, being a lawyer, knows it's going to take something radically different. The Emancipation Proclamation. That was in 1863. However, that didn't end slavery right away. What did? How did it happen? And did it end all slavery in America for the slave trade program? Answer is no. We'll tell you about it in just a second. Tuttle Twins. This month, when we hopefully are humble, it's Humility Month. We had Pride Month last month. We should be humble and and show gratitude for our country. So we give thanks for our freedoms. Celebrate your independence this year by learning more about America with our freedoms with your kids. The Tuttle Twins are on a mission to help families learn history. If we can understand the stories and the ideas that made America so special, we'll know how important it is to preserve our freedoms and our story. Most textbooks don't teach these ideas to kids, but the Tuttle Twins, America's history books, they do. They're amazing. Kids love them. Come away with an appreciation of the ideas that makes America so special. Forget the dates. It is the idea. Teach your kids a love of American history. To celebrate their new book, Tuttle Twins giving one family a vacation getaway to visit the historic sites around Boston. No purchase is necessary. Grab the book. Make sure that you read the uh, entry information and official rules and sign up. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. And don't miss BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. So we're talking about slavery in America and trying to give you some facts that you might not have learned. Have you ever heard of the name Benjamin Banneker? Benjamin Banneker was a contemporary with Thomas Jefferson and George Washington. He made his own almanac, which was just as good and just as popular or almost as popular as Benjamin Franklin's uh, almanac. In 1859, now Banneker is dead, his institute in Philadelphia, which was an abolitionist group, urged African Americans to celebrate Independence Day while bearing witness to the inconsistency between the ideals espoused in the Declaration of Independence and their practice of slavery. Chairman of the meeting promised his audience a brighter future. He said, quote, We have learned by experience and by the comparison of ourselves and people similarly uh, situated to hope that at some day, not very far in the future, our grievances will be redressed and that our long lost rights will be restored to us 
and that in the full stature of men, we will stand up and with our once cruel opponents and oppressors, rejoice in the declaration of our common country and hail with them the approach of the glorious uh, natal day of the great republic. Benjamin Banneker was, as I said, a, a uh, contemporary of Thomas Jefferson and the founders. And there's correspondence between Thomas Jefferson and Banneker where Banneker is saying, you know, you, you, let's abolish. Can we work together? Let's abolish slavery. And sends him this great letter. And Thomas Jefferson responds with, you're right. Um, it is horrible. And uh, I'm going to use your almanac to send it over to Paris and other places to to people that are in the abolitionist movement. I'm I'm grossly quoting here, but send it over to people who also want the same things and use your almanac as a way to dispel the myths and the lies about your people that you're not smart, that you're not fully human. Did you learn that in school? Because I didn't. Did you learn? I mean, what, what the Banneker Institute in Philadelphia said in 1859 is exactly what um, uh, Frederick Douglass said. Frederick Douglass said the same thing. And there's always people fighting for good and bad, just like there are right now. We are grossly divided. And people say this all the time. We haven't been this divided since the Civil War. Right. And what are we divided on now? And what were they divided on then? Principles. The principles of the Declaration of Independence. This time, instead of saying secession, they are saying, let's just get rid of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. They only quote it when it works in their favor. I quote the Declaration of Independence, and I stand by our system of government, even when it isn't in our favor. All I want is us to strive to live up to the promises in our Declaration of Independence and the laws granted uh, to the uh, government, the restraints on the government um, that are that are put and spelled out in our Constitution. The South didn't want that. And now the left doesn't want that. And that's all we're divided on is the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. That's exactly what we were divided on in the 1850s and 60s. So the idea to stop slavery, it was originally the Congress came up with a really weak idea. And their idea was, uh, let's declare the Southerners in rebellion. And that way we can go and claim all of their property. However, unlike what uh, is happening right now with, uh, what do you call that, Stu, when cop pulls you over? And can just take your stuff. It's uh, yes, I know. Oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, I know what you're. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, it's a seizure. Uh, uh, yeah. What is it? 
No, 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 no. It's uh oh. Yeah, you've 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 Gosh, done that thing you, you do. You know we're not AI. Right. You know we're not AI because there's like six of us right now all going, oh my gosh, what is it? And yeah, and about four million people yelling at the radio right now. Right. What it is. Anyway, we all know what it is. Civil asset forfeiture. So that's it. Yes, thank you, Stu. Yes, civil asset forfeiture. So basically they were going through civil asset forfeiture, but back then the lawyer, Lincoln, said that's not gonna work. Because after they're out of rebellion, their, their family can say, wait a minute, I wasn't in rebellion, dad was, and we're not in rebellion now, we want our property back. And so, remember, the South was declaring slaves as property. So, we had to do something else, and that is the Emancipation Proclamation. That emancipated the slaves, uh, and then we had uh, the amendments to the Constitution, which made it rock solid. So we abolish slavery um, in, I think that was 1863. Is that right? 1863, when we abolish uh, slavery with the Emancipation Proclamation. And it really takes root in 65 with the... Um, with the amendments, I think in '66. So when did when did it stop all over in America? Many people will tell you, well, it stopped once we once we passed the uh, constitutional amendment. Let me let me remind you that first of all, the reason why progressives don't like to look at the Constitution. And the reason why I love the Constitution is because it can forever change. It's not a living document, but it does have some resuscitation uh, standards set forth. You want to start its heart beating again and add some new stuff before you snuff the life out of it again? You can. You can change it through the uh, the uh, the Bill of Rights and the amendment system, you amend the Constitution. I don't think we should drink and then amend it again. OK, that was a bad idea. The reason why you don't want to do it that way, progressives, is because, you know, you can't get 70, 75 percent of the nation to go for the things that you want to do. So you do it cloak and dagger in the in the darkness or through the administrative state if you want to do it do it but they know how incredibly hard it is huh but we're such a racist country that we got all of the states and congress to agree to all of the anti-slavery laws uh, uh, amend the Constitution so it's very clear, all men, that's black, white, everybody, that can be a vote. Um, it's interesting. The only ones that didn't apply to were the Native Americans. Did you know that? Native Americans had a higher percentage of slavery in their uh, in their demographics in their tribes than Americans did. The Trail of Tears, 
everybody forgets that a lot of those uh, people on the Trail of Tears were slaves. It didn't apply to them. That's a separate nation. The United States had to go a step further to stop slavery in the other nations that are within our nation. And it took them over a year to recalibrate uh, all of our treaties. You have to stop slavery. It didn't stop and they didn't give it up when the Emancipation Proclamation happened. We did it through treaty. So again, I mean, besides a, an epic struggle with something that man uh, has in his heart dominion over others in one form or another, whether it's just being a tyrant or a slave owner, this epic struggle that starts with the pilgrims declaring no man-stealing, I think it's a great story. It is a story of woe and misery and death and destruction and cruelty. But it is also showing us that when all mankind believes one thing, it takes time to be able to abolish and change people's minds unless you want to go to war. War in a country that has the mission statement that we have is not a good idea. Getting people to recognize that mission statement and to renew it in their hearts should be our goal every July 4th, Independence Day. It should be our goal to mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor to make the mission statement of America closer to a reality we've never hit it and show me the country that is even saying that that's the point of their country we don't hit it but who else is truly trying as a formal declaration of this is what our government is based on that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, among them life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And governments are instituted among men to protect those rights. There is no other government on the face of the earth. I am not a flag-waving guy. People think that I am. I'm not. I love the flag. I love America. I tell you that it's. I've never put a flag on my set before. I only have one, and it is up at my ranch, but I've never had a flag. I've always banned the flag because after 9-11, it became a citizenship test. You're wearing the flag lapel pin, or you're un-American. And I saw that that would be made political, and I didn't want to be involved in politicizing the flag. The flag is only a representation and it's a rep representation of those ideas and ideals. And let me tell you something. If some other country came up with a better mission statement that was more glorious and they had the chance to get as close to it as we have gotten to this one, as flawed as we are, I would sign over my citizenship and go to that nation in a heartbeat. But I don't know what a greater 
mission statement would be. And I don't believe there's a group of people that could come this close. We need to renew that mission statement in our hearts and make it closer to a reality. It's the trajectory of American people that matters in history. Are we getting better or worse? Fourth of July might be over, but that doesn't mean you can't still get the very best window coverings for your house and still save a bunch of money while you're doing it. And you can do that by opening up your new custom motorized shades from Blinds.com. You can save 40% right now. Today's the last day, plus doorbuster deals during their Blinds.com spectacular 4th of July sale. Your home is going to look a lot better once you've got new window treatments from Blinds.com. And they have everything. They have shutters, drapes, blinds, automatic blinds, all of it. And you now can get 40% off everything plus doorbusters. That's a great deal. And they've covered over 25 million windows and counting so you can rest easy with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to blinds.com and save big right now. It is blinds.com. Get 40% off at Blinds.com right now. Today is the last day. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Uh, this is uh, my last day in St. George, uh, Utah, uh, for the um, for the museum. We started packing up before people were even gone yesterday. They were gone in the first half of the museum, and we immediately were following them as they left. The, the last person left the room. We're like, pack it up, boys, as we open. Tomorrow is Thursday, right? We open tomorrow in Idaho, and that's the packing and unpacking of two full tractor trailers. Uh, It's nuts. It is nuts. But we're so excited to have a few more days to share this with people who haven't seen it yet. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, we have to do a final autopsy on everything, but I'm pretty sure uh, we're going to take this on the road and try to come to your state and your community, um, perhaps in... uh, in um 20 are we in 23 now i I, in 2024 um so uh, i'd like to have this on the road next year uh especially during election year to remind you what what we're voting for what are we what are we fighting for what are we standing for so you know the one thing i don't have that i would really like to get i don't i've never seen it come up for auction uh, but i'd love to get for the museum hunter biden's crack pipe um i think that would be it's probably still at the white house i think he left it there last week (laughs) or a rental car (laughs) or an apple store um you know could be what well, might, might even be in a garbage can behind a uh, supermarket or does that is that just where he stores his guns mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not sure i'm not sure but i don't think that will be in any of the museums anytime soon but you never know you never know so what else is there to talk about independence the education of the future the glenn Next. Beck program 